It's always exciting to see live music, whether it's a no-name bar band or a rock and roll hall of famer. The promise of a live performance is hard to beat. Even amongst all that excitement, certain musicians stand out among the rest, known far and wide for their legendary live shows. Naturally, The Boss, Bruce Springsteen, and his famous E Street Band are one such legendary act. Boasting high-energy, three-hour shows that are tailored to each city they perform in, the New Jersey singer-songwriter and his massive backing band are nothing short of a religious experience for concert goers. It's no wonder, then, that two hardcore Christians were seen protesting the Springsteen show in Seattle on February 27th, 2023. After all, how could a simple Sunday Mass ever compare to the spectacle, the glory, and the almighty power of the boss and his rowdy band? Even ludicrously high ticket prices, a continuing source of controversy for big acts like Springsteen, Taylor Swift, and Blink-182, couldn't stop Seattle from filling out the 17,000 seats in the Climate Pledge Arena that night. Among those 17,000 starstruck attendees were two individuals that fans of this show will know well. That's right, your host is always the snake. And my heart-stopping, pants-dropping, house-rocking, earthquaking, booty-shaking, Viagra-taking, love-making, legendary co-host, Ah, Lex Mildenberger! Saw Bruce Springsteen live in Seattle, and we're going to talk about the experience today on Cover Me. And this, if we had a theme song, would go here. Because usually I then introduce us and after, after the, the intro. The intro. But I, I tucked it in. It's all one. It's all one. Usually we're also not together in the same room. Yeah, usually I'm not looking at your face as I'm talking. Yeah, so that's cool. Looking around. Alex Mildenberger, how are you doing? Oh, I mean... Good. We've been we've been active here in in the Emerald City. The Emerald City for the last couple of days. The city so. by the bay. City, city by the that bay. Never <laughs> city that never sleeps. City of angels. City of angels here in the west northwest coast. Yeah, the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um, feeling good. Feeling, feeling good. sore feet, but I feel fulfilled. Yeah, we've been we've been hitting those streets every day. We're out yeah, here. We've folks. been touristing. Yeah. Been seeing the sights. Seeing the sights. Been experiencing stuff. Stuff. Space Needle saw it. Space Needle nice saw it. Rip didn't off go of up the in Calgary it. Tower. Yeah. Loser. Guys. Guys. Didn't even ever go into space. Fucking. Come on. It's a tower. It's fucking bolted into the ground. You charge me that much to go up? To go up and not see I can see, see the top from down here. Yeah. Thank you very much. I can much. see sky anywhere else. Thank you very much. But we're in Seattle and we saw Bruce Springsteen. Alex. Yeah, we sure did. Um, last time we talked about a concert was in April of last year. About a year ago. Yeah, and that was Jacob Collier. Yeah. A thoroughly underwhelming concert. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was an all right time. I've been to better concerts. I've been to better concerts. This, one of them. Yes. Um, yeah. Surprising. About it. Alex, it's surprising. been a long journey to get here, though. We just, the tickets were announced. True. And it was, we know, as I'm sure any person who's gone to a live concert in the past five, ten years even, 20 years, yeah. 50 years, how long has Tickmaster been around? <laughs> I think the two decades or so is yeah, probably the sort of time two frame. Two decades is when things have gotten... Yeah. Like, yeah, like prices are going up and up. And I remember hearing horror stories about people going to see the Rolling Stones in particular, and yeah. this would have been maybe between 03 and 06, um, and thinking like, $300 for a ticket? That's crazy. That is crazy. But like, ladies and gentlemen, we paid that, and then some. And then some. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, there was, we had kind of laid <clears throat> things out here, because we were like, here's the city, because we weren't sure 
And so people, if you're listening to this, you're like, guys, he's playing in Canada. Yeah, we know that now. Yeah, we know that now. <laughs> we know that now. We didn't know that fucking six, eight months ago, I think it was. It was around May, June, maybe even July. Whenever the tickets went up. I don't Whenever remember. the tickets went up. I don't remember. Um, you were in, you know what? It was late July because you were in it was. Saskatchewan. For it was. Yeah, 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 for that yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But we didn't know that time and we knew that, I mean, me, I have the trauma of having not been able to see David Bowie live. I've that a little bit. One of the greats. Yeah, you as well, of course. David Bowie. Um, you also have the added trauma of not seeing Tom Petty live. True. I missed out on Tom Petty because I decided, I said, nah, I don't need to see him this time. Maybe next time. And then he died. He died. But first, he didn't come back to Calgary. Yeah. He went to Vancouver, I think, a couple times. Of course, at least he once. did. And then, and, and then, then he passed away. So. It yeah. happens. These guys are these, getting these old. These guys are getting you know? old. And this, I mean, uh, in particular, Bruce Springsteen is known as a really good live show. And yes. I'm generally familiar with that. Big fan of the Big music. Fan. And it is, uh, I mean, I've been calling it a bucket list item. Obviously, maybe that's more of an old person thing, but like it kind of is. Like well, I really yeah, wanted to I see s- this. And it's not necessarily my own bucket, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're, there's other buckets you have <laughs> yeah. to consider. It's Nobody not like I want to go <laughs> see the Eiffel Tower. Like that's going to be there. Yeah. I can go see that whenever, but theoretically, yeah. it could die. It just yeah, it, it could be go away. Unnatural cause. Anyway, anyway, I, I don't want to be too morose, right? But and it will come up again. Death is, I think, on the forefront. Yeah, it came up of Bruce Springsteen's mind in a lot of ways. Yeah, it came up in this show. But yeah, that was forefront in our minds. We got to get in now, and we we can't wait and hope that he's got Canada dates. Yeah. So we laid out, I think we, we were like, Portland and Seattle are probably our best yeah. bets. Yeah. There's no Especially way we're going to get in a New You can York. take a bus down. I can take a bus down. Fairly simple for me to fly. Yeah. Yeah. We made it happen. Alex locked in the tickets for, and it was with $350. He, you text me, you're like, $350. Bucks. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, I can do that. I'm like, uh, by the way, I yeah. uh, forgot to convert the currency so when you're, from when you're US shopping. to Canadian. <laughs> yeah. At, at an American <laughs> website, often they'll give you American prices. So we ended up paying five hundred dollars in our yeah. our sad dollars for tickets. We did it, folks. We bit the bullet. Alex, I guess the first question is: Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Um, yeah, I think. So. I mean, it's maybe a bit easier for me to eat. Um, yeah, sort of there are cost. questions of fine and time also heals all. Yeah, and it's been a few months, so I'm like, yeah. I spent that money months ago. Exactly, recouped okay. that yeah. loss. The show feels free now. Like, yeah, exactly. Um. But I, I'm, I'm, if I hadn't done it, I would have regretted it. Yeah, for sure. So I think, yeah, I think it was worth it to avoid that. Because I think for the rest of my life, I would have been saying like, oh, I, I decided not to do this. Or like, I yeah. almost did this, I but I didn't gone. do it. So like, now I have done it. Now I, I was on the verified it. fans yeah. list. Yeah. I, a pre-sale I could have done it, but I was busy that day. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. No. I did it. We did it. We did it. We made it out Now here. we've done it. I know we've done it. Alex, um, Climate Pledge Arena, the second arena you've been to in your life, yeah. you, you claimed earlier today. Uh, you know, it's with, like, I don't go to arenas, right? Yeah. I've, I've been to, uh, I can't think of another one I've been to, except for the Saddle I've like, been Saddle to Dome the Saddle Dome. In Calgary. Yeah. That's the arena there. And, like, other rinks. Like, there's the Roundup Center. Does that count? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. In terms of ones that I think harbor large events. Yeah. In this case, concerts is yeah, what I it's think. It's bigger than any other arena I've been to, yeah. which is not saying much, but it, 
It's 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 a different scale. Everything right. here. What's the arena? Is a different scale. Red Deer. <laughs> that's true. That we went one. to that we've one. That's that uh, Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Yeah, I think that's right. We saw Rush there in 2013. Yeah. So that's that. But that's smaller than the Saddlebone. So that's yeah, 100 percent true. Very small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we're used to small small yeah. town slash small city. Yeah. Arenas. Yeah, Calgary's... I still haven't been to the Rogers Arena in Vancouver. Quite living there. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. And like just seeing the Rogers Arena, yeah, from the outside is like, again, it's a different scale. Yeah. It's a different scale from what I'm used exactly. to. Exactly. But yeah, huge, huge arena. They're they're called the Climate Pledge Arena because they're committed apparently, and they're they are they are doing things to just reducing their. Yeah, uh, I di- I didn't look into it at all. At all, but it's. The waterless urinals was a big thing. Um, I guess oh, I a lot of the cashless the payment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't go to the bathroom. No. So the cashless payment is meant to be, I think, a part of that. Thing? Oh. I imagine. I think it's a, like reducing paper. Okay. Probably the big part. And okay. Then, oh. There's some like big ass screens that probably use a lot probably of energy. Use a lot of energy. They got to be like. You know how there's like the like green scaling for them. This is green energy. True, and like they probably have like solar panels or something. But yeah, you probably could have cut down on the screens. They were like pretty bright, and some of them were just like, "This is the climate pledge arena." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Here's some. I don't know. It wasn't even like an advertisement or something, which you would expect. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Sometimes just like shots of like farmland or something. You know, like like, look at this. It's the climate. Yeah. It's like mm, green footage. Nature. And windmills there's some plants a river there's some plants Wheat. real plants yeah real plants real plant we wall not to allowed touch, to touch and it. we didn't because we are good boys and girls yes each and every one of us each and every one of us um no people were manhandling those plants <laughs> no no they weren't i i touched it and then i saw a sign i was like mm. <laughs> oh it's course. real it's real um yeah big arena yeah big merch big big merch but let's talk about getting in really quick Compared to what I'm used to, I'm used to for like, sure. They finally we were in like the because they have a strict bag policy. We discovered. Yeah, it has to be like either X-rayed as you go in or like transparent. Transparent, you which trans- I did not see a lot of transparent bags. No, because we're they should have a guy. I'm surprised there's not some entrepreneur outside there. This is an Selling entrepreneur summer like, pre-sale idea. This yeah. is yeah, sell your transparent bags out there. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, they fucking filed us in. 17,000 people. Yeah, we also got, like, we were pretty we close were pretty to the front. Right. Yeah, the and there was, those two and there was lots of doors, lots yeah. of ways to get in. Exactly. At least There's a lot of access. We compared to, like, thinking about walking around the Saddle Dome, like, it takes a long time to get between entrances compared yeah. to that. Yeah, there was, like, was, yeah. they were very close saw, to And I think part of it is it's sunken down. Right, because you enter in and yeah. then you fucking tuck into the lower Which floors or go seems up. Seems like a pretty good idea to me, actually, for a stadium. Especially, it's probably colder down there. Right yeah, now. oh yeah. For a hockey stadium. Yeah, Which I think cool. Kraken, the Seattle Kraken play there? Seattle Kraken, that's correct. They're, yeah. they're, I believe it's their home stadium. Yeah, they had merch stores. They had merch stores. They had uh, their sponsored beer, Modelo. Is that what that is? That is, yeah. They had. I think that was their big. Uh, when we came in, there's the big bar there. That's the Modelo bar. Mm. Um, what do you think of those uh, protesters, Alex? Preachers. Oh, I don't know. I was just excited. I've been like, I'm experiencing. The, I know, the, it's, it's the United. It's the thing. the USA experience. But what it, we still have protesters. Uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we see them. It yeah. was so crazy that it was like, like gates open and two and dudes like start, roll out of the start nearby shouting church. immediately. And they're like, "This is idolatry. Mm. Yeah. This is the devil's work." I'm like. Bruce Springsteen, of all the artists, of all the I big know. name artists, you could protest. I would say they'd protest anyone, I'm sure. 
Sure, yeah. I wonder if they would protest anyone. But like, Bruce do they say the same like, thing? About like, may God bless you on your way out. Like, yeah. Like, super, like, yeah. Catholic. He was, did, like, a, a read, like, a, not really ad, but, like, a... Plug? Plug or whatever for the, for like, the food West bank. Seattle food bank, which it's is... like, they're doing yeah. God's work. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, like, like, they're doing God's okay. work. That's cool. Yeah. So, like... May God bless you on your way home. Thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah. I was like, thanks, Bruce. I appreciate it. Yeah. It was... Ugh charming we're gonna get we're gonna talk yeah. all this is just the preamble yeah because <laughs> next we got to talk merch merch yeah there's some uh, lately i find i've been disappointed yeah by shirt designs like mm. usually there's like one that i like and i say lately but it's always kind of been true but so, lately i've not found necessarily a shirt that i've liked and oh, i haven't me. bought a lot of ba- shirts at concerts lately uh, but there was an, there there were a couple good ones. But have been because there are shows where I'm like yeah. I don't need merch for this. There's True. one. There's somewhere I'm like I would be keen like, to pick up yeah. something. But then there's not really anything that catches my eye. Yeah. And I'm like I don't really want like a pin or a hat. Yeah. And I'm like you can buy this snapback or trucker hat or trucker baseball hat, cap, whatever. Uh, yeah, I could. Variation on that. I'm like, mm, but I'm not going to. Not really. Not really for it. Don't really need a beer koozie. Don't need a beer koozie. What would you need it for? Yeah. Um, no, but there's a good one. We both got the same one because it was we cool. We tend to do that. Yeah. And we're like, oh, look. The, yeah. Um, nice colors. That's, nice what, color. that's what caught yeah, my eye from a so. distance. It's like green and orange. Nice green green shirt with like an orange picture on it. Yeah, and a image. good solid picture. Is it him in front of a car? Is yeah, that the it's, yeah. It's, I, I, for some reason, I'm thinking it's the cover's book, but I'm not 100% Or there was that. an album that came out with that book, wasn't there? It wasn't like... Oh, or was it? It's called chapter yeah, ver- chapter and verse. It might not be that one. Um, it's just it's him in front of like an old Mustang or something like that with his arms crossed, like looking arms cool, yeah. looking cool, and like being sixty eight or whatever. Okay, it's not. Oh no, it, is it? No, because chapter and verse is him much younger. It's an older picture. Yeah, it's an older picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, it is him. He's got a history of sitting in front of cars. Yeah, standing on a car or leaning on the car or whatever. Um. And just like being cool, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's monochrome orange. Yeah, it's which cool. is cool. Alex, tour dates on a tour T-shirt is that something you're? Is that a must-have for you, or is that optional? Um, I actually, I like it on merch because that's a very much like I was there kind of thing. Yeah, right. And I don't like it on like vintage, like when you get a shirt. At yeah. just like a just a graphic tee, right? And right. where and like there's weird ones you see, and it'll be like a brand new shirt. It'll be like Rush '78, and it's like, well, not really. And yeah. it has all the tour dates printed. And it's like, and you're like, well, no, that's not actually from the tour, right? Right. So like, what's the, I don't know. What's the point for me? That? It's like you printed that for the tour, and then anything else is yeah. not that, right? So I I prefer to have that. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it on a not on a buying a new shirt, fine, but on a vintage shirt, fine. It's tight when you find a concert shirt. Like you're at like yeah. a thrift store and you're like, if, yeah, oh. if it's if it was a classic, actual classic one, sure. Yeah, yeah, if it's the legit deal. <laughs> but, no, I do love the tour dates. <clears throat> there was a weird tour date, one for way back. I'm talking high school era for us oh. with Aerosmith. I want to say where they had canceled the. I think they had an injury and canceled the show. And then so T-shirts had the wrong date for Calgary for a while, and then when they actually came to Calgary, they had updated shirts, I think. But some people had gone to Aerosmith and like probably Edmonton the night before, and so had gotten T-shirts with those dates on them. 
Oh. I don't know why. I, I, I didn't see Aerosmith then. <laughs> Nor so. did I. Uh, but yeah, that's my Aerosmith t-shirt debacle. Shirts we it's got. It's got to happen all the time, especially these guys are getting injured. They're old. Exactly. Love to hear a, an old rocker injury. Um, anything <laughs> else ever you ever get any merch besides a t-shirt? I've gotten a hoodie before. Which no, was a the bad hoodies, decision they're Calgary. very expensive. They're expensive and very thin material, typically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, concerts, as much as I like to have them like as a souvenir, they're not always the greatest quality, and they often don't last very long. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the hoodies are definitely not. And I've been trying to make so, this move happen. I've been trying to do vinyl as a tour purchase. Oh, that's I, not bad. I had this idea into 2021. I was like, I'm going to do it at a show. I've not done it at a single <laughs> show since, because I'm always like, I don't want to fucking haul around <laughs> this goddamn fucking yeah. vinyl for the rest Did of the night. Did they have discs? Um, I didn't know. I didn't this. see it at Bruce. I saw the poster, which was pretty signed, cool. Signed poster, poster, which I also did not. Get. I saw his like either it was a hoodie or a like a jacket, some kind of jacket. Some I wasn't clear on what kind of jacket though. There was a weird it was hanging racing funny. theme in this. Yeah, which uh, makes some sense. Yeah, it's like you know, classic cars. In in the yeah, they're and in like racing, like muscle street, cars, racing muscle cars. Yeah, it's yeah. all part of the mythos. It's part of the look. Yeah. Rock and roll, baby. Weird a bit, but also yeah. sensible. Shirts, man. We got a good shirt. Well, I mean, like like Rush had like baseball jerseys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rush is big. I guess yeah. So you can just explore you just your other passions. Whatever's inter- interesting through merch as, as a famous musician. Yeah. Um, Alex, we got floor seats. We did. Not in the standing section, but in the sitting around section. Yeah. Boy, do they pack you in there with those connecting they chairs. They do. Yeah. Similar experience at um, John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Because that's just how they do it. Yeah. It's because, yeah. How are you? There was no standing room in that one because it's a comedy show. Yeah. That would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are going to stand and hear the joke. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're going to dance, maybe? Yeah. Some people who laugh really hard like to bend over. Oh. Uh, they need a little more space for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. But um, so we were three of us in a row, and the guy beside me sat down most of the time. So I had a lot oh, of yeah. space. You got a lot of space. Yeah, okay. I felt very because Greta had put between down. us. I probably could have given you a little yeah, bit of space. Probably, I, think, oh, well. I was trying to move. You know, got to shake your ass a little. Yeah, you got to shake, booty shaking, earthquake, and yeah. And you were taking so much Alex, no. <laughs> It's good for your heart. Is it good? Yeah, I've heard that. Actually, yeah, it's just it's like a heart medication. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was yeah, it was intended to be probably originally, and then became the boner pill. Yeah, yeah. But it doubles does both. Um, should we mention that that we, we're gonna kind of take it take by take through the show? What do you yeah, think yeah. about? Because we were in a sort of weird position in that we were one little right bit by the sound deck, which is tight, right by the sound booth. Yeah, I thought we, I thought we had great sound, great sound. Yeah, yeah. I think I should have earplugs. I think, yeah, that because I imagine I think it, everyone should. Have it earplugs. cuts out some of not only from a health perspective, but I think it probably cuts out a bit of the bit of the noise. Yeah, a bit of the noise. I think it does at the end there because I thought it sounded great and yeah, yeah. There was a moment like after like when the it was like Bruce and uh, Stevie. Steve mm-hmm. singing into the mic at the same time. And there was like a big like crack of sound, and I was like, "Fuck, arenas suck." Oh, <laughs> like, I didn't notice that at uh, all. Yeah, because it probably was yeah. filtered through your earplugs. They are pretty solid earplugs. I yeah. definitely recommend. So yeah, first big like thing of the night: get earplugs, folks. Mm, improve yeah. the sound quality, but visually, we're in like a sort of pubescent spot. 
and also floor wise because we don't have that dancing space really yeah it is a bit awkward and i do i've grown to appreciate standing room yes me too um but it's it was so expensive to get uh, yeah good uh, lord and like as much as like i like being on the floor i was uh, um because it's closer but we still like weren't that close mm-hmm. um but it was good it was, it was good. You, know, you can see him yeah I, i've definitely had worse seats and there was a guy in front of me he was a bit tall so i was worried but he kind of leaned over he was armed his girlfriend most of the oh, time oh yeah oh so, you could have swapped with me i, I would have let you but yeah no, you were good it was, it was good i could see i could see well yeah big diverse crowd yeah um we i always whatever show i'm at i always attract whatever bad energy yeah. is in the room whatever i mean it's not just it shows it's just it's everywhere it's just it's everywhere <laughs> we're sitting there before this guy I was like hey man it's gonna be a sick show. Be a sick show i mean he was right he was correct like, we're pretty sure he didn't have a seat like i don't yeah. know how he got in because he was like moving around a lot there was clearly someone else where he was talking to us from later yeah in um, that seat i don't know who he was yeah it was just a guy who was also clearly quite drunk yeah be <laughs> very excited pounding beers shouting bruce shouting bruce 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 bruce, bruce. <laughs> let's talk about that shout that's a tough shout bruce, bruce. sounds a lot like boo i know it does it does i honestly was not pronouncing the b at all i was just doing like a i was just trying to add to that yeah yeah that ooh effect um i had a mask on the whole time though so yeah that's right i don't know how much of my uh voice was even audible it's tough yeah but you got to stay safe out yeah, there, folks. Got to stay safe out there. Got to do what is right. So that is that's the preamble to to what is two hours and probably more close to three hours. I think it was. I've heard really the average time is two forty seven. Because like, and that I don't think counts the encore. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, sure. it was about a two and a half hour. Because like we got it started like right around seven forty five. Yeah. Like. And we were, it was like 10.40, 10.45 when it stopped. When like it stopped. 10.30 yeah. to 10.45. So yeah, we were back. Exactly, but it was and then, like yeah, I think Encore kicked off 10, 10, 15, somewhere in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember it was like finishing up, you know? Like they were saying like, good night. Mm-hmm. Hadn't, hadn't introduced any of the band members. Right. right. I looked at my phone and it was like 9.40. 58 or something yeah like, oh this isn't over yet we're still yeah. going and then that was funny funny part too right mm-hmm. they didn't even have the pretense really they did that they were like we're going but then like turned around and the percussionist whose name escapes me right yeah. now just went and sat back down at the drums yeah <laughs> like, one of the like, two percussionists true yeah didn't like go off stage and then come back slowly which happens sometimes mm-hmm. when you're like clapping mic close to face alex yeah uh, and you're like clapping for five minutes as they pee or yeah whatever. no no fake outs like that because even when he does his no. his final track he was just like boom the band's gone off and then he just grabs a guitar yeah, grabs a different guitar and it yeah. sets up for the final track it was yeah he's an incredible showman yeah it really was yeah it really was i mean i've heard it always every time you go to a concert, people you say, "Oh, I saw so and so," and everyone's like, "Oh, I hear they have a great live show." And it's like you kind of have to, mm-hmm. right? If you're a popular band, yeah, to some degree, yeah. And if I think of acts like we've seen, even like Alice Cooper has a solid live show. It's yeah. not on the same level as Bruce Springsteen, but I, 
You didn't see him I the second time him the I second saw him. Time, I thought yeah. that was a vast improvement. Oh, yeah. Personally. Um, but it's a different energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was definitely like top tier. And this guy's in the 70s. Yeah. So like everyone else 70s. got to step it up. It's But like he's, his big thing to me is like he's a band leader. Yeah. Right? And he definitely is. And he's going around all the different members and doing whatever with different members. Yeah. Throughout the night. And, and there's interactions. Yeah. Guy, and yeah, and truly band leading them. There yeah. is a moment where we have a dueling drum solo, which is phenomenal. He's like, you stop, boom, you go now. And yeah. the other percussionist goes, boom, boom, back, forth. Yeah. Incredible. Electrifying. <laughs> Electrifying. So he opens up. Now we, we, Alex, you did your research here. Love it. A little bit. And you're like, it's going to be no surrender. Yeah. And it was I no know surrender. he had opened yeah. with it before. I, don't, I didn't check all the shows, but I know the yeah. first show opened with no surrender. So I was kind of expecting it and for what i'm like i'm seeing online from what little setless research i've done it seems like he has like his bookends kind of figured out i would right. say the encore probably doesn't shift much from town to I town wouldn't, i wouldn't think so if at all no it's a lot of like born to run stuff so yeah literally we go thunder road born to run back <laughs> yeah. to back and <laughs> uh, yeah um dancing in the dark dancing in the dark glory days glory days um 10th uh, avenue freeze out. 10th avenue freeze out yeah and then you're out on uh what is it from my my letter to you uh, uh i got it here. you got it here i've got him bro- yeah i'll see you in my dreams and that's, yeah, that is like his... Oh, Rosalita's in there. Oh, too. Rosalita's in there as well. Big numbers. So yeah, you get a lot. And we talk about live covers sometimes on our show. Yeah. And, and we've talked about live Bruce Springsteen covers. Yeah. So Bruce does, like in terms of the song performances he cranks out here, they vary from being pretty much ripped from the, the vinyl. Yeah, really straight. Really straight to like just... Twisted into fairly like, out there, like he had a yeah. really interesting version of Johnny Ninety Nine. Which, yes, I mean, I don't know if he'd done it that way for years, but like I haven't heard it this way. No, and it was like really extended too. But he had an interesting section there where he did like Johnny Ninety Nine into like E Street Shuffle. Actually, E Street Shuffle was cool too. Yes, I was really happy with the representation from the Wild, the Innocent, and the E Street Shuffle personally. Oh, for sure, I'm a big fan of that one. I'm not familiar um, with the album at all. Extensive Kitty's back version which yes. is cool another song i'm not familiar with so i was like is yeah. he just doing 10 minute blues jam like, yeah and it was just like <laughs> there was just like a bunch of solos yeah 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 very cool stuff yeah very cool um yeah unreal energy right from the start which is what i love to see in a show we talk about who who is often in my mind called the british bruce springsteen but frank turner who sure. pretty much opens the same way yeah, it's high energy. Like runs out and like, let's, let's go. Well, it's probably so. Let's fucking go. Yeah, because he curses. Because he he's curses. Let's fucking go. Let's yeah. fucking go. He's no big energy, yeah, and you yeah. get big energy here. Um, I was glad to see uh some he because he go cracks off from that into ghosts from letter to you. Yep. There's and, a there's I think five or six letter to you songs. Yeah, so I was glad to see that getting some reputation representation because it's a good album. Yeah, I think from what I read, like he's he's done that, and he's done like a Springsteen, like he re- just released an album, but really he's touring Letter to You more or less, more or less, right? Because right. this Cause is the E Street Band twenty tour, yeah, and that was the last E Street band, right? Because Bruce album. Springsteen is or uh, the Strong will survive is just a Bruce Springsteen one, only the Strong I, survive. I think so. I'm yeah. sure they like he would still collaborate, but I'm it's sure. not like it's not billed as Bruce yeah, Springsteen, but it's him getting band. like his big. He's just enjoying music and life yeah. on that one, which I think is part of his contemplation of death. 
Yeah, which definitely came out a few times mm-hmm. in this set list. And he had a little talk, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, you said you were talking about covers. He yes. did one cover. He did one which cover. Which is one he's apparently been doing for a few decades now. Yeah. But I don't know if he's recorded it. But like, so there are live recordings live of classic. it. Which is Trapped. Uh, which is a Jimmy, Jimmy Cliff, Cliff song. Yeah. Not a song I know, but apparently one he's been doing since at least like 85 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, people knew it. People knew it. Yeah. Yeah, and they were into it, they were which is pretty it. exciting. And I don't know if that's a Seattle thing, because he kind of Because, yeah, he sometimes we were kinda, tailors we were, it. We were kind of hoping he would do like a Nirvana cover or uh, something, yeah. or like Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. We were uh, like, we, we literally looked yeah. at a list of Seattle musicians. Like Seattle and like, music. well, yeah. Like, could do here. a bunch of grunge stuff, I guess. Yeah, is he going like, to do like a grunge medley? Yeah. Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. Yeah. Kurt Cobain, like, so you bust out Foo Fighters, like, yeah, and like all like somehow viable options for this this beautiful American like icon, yeah. So he can take on these sort of forms of music, but no, he just did uh, like a reggae classic, yeah. Jimmy Cliff, which was very cool. Um, I want to jump back to Ghost because like, sure. no surrender comes on. I'm like, fuck yeah, he plays it pretty close to the album. You're like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Ghosts, you get the first taste of Jake Clements, yeah, uh, Clarence Clements' nephew, nephew. I think is that correct? Yeah, I think so young dude, uh, playing the saxophone, and I don't know if I've ever heard saxophone in a live music context the way you would hear it in Bruce Springsteen and other like '80s music. But having that rip through an no, arena, not really. I, I saw um, Jeff Tate one Jeff time. Tate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he opened for. Else Cooper, I believe that. <laughs> um, but and he plays the saxophone, mm-hmm. but it like his mic wasn't working, so we couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh my god! He had so he had he had issues in that show. That is issues. Anyways, sorry, but Just yeah, Jake Clements one plays the sax pretty well, well enough to to fill in like as yeah. a playing playing by the album like, notes. And, saxophone and he does the sound pretty yeah, good. The tone is yeah. there. Yeah, so once that started ringing through, I was like, oh, this is... He does the sound real good. He does the sound real good. How stupid is that? Yeah. But like, anyway. but also, it's true. Yeah. Um, great spread. It's, it's amazing to see him. He'll, like, through the course of a, a set list, start just throwing away, like, big bangers. You're like, fuck, Bruce is going to run out of, yeah. <laughs> like, like, hit songs. But, no. but it's a bottomless bag, almost. Yeah, and he also, like, will play some of them for, like, 15, like, extended yeah. extended versions. And be like, now we're doing some solos. Now I'm going to do a solo. solo. Now that you guys have to sing along. And he, yeah. he'll, he makes you fucking work for yeah. the sing-along. And he moves. Like, I mean, he's getting up there, obviously. Yeah. But he's still moving more than some much younger guys I've seen oh, yeah. play. He, there's 14 people on that stage. Oh, man. Give or take. Because there's a full brass section, yeah. four dudes. Four dudes there, three backup singers. Three backup singers. He's got two other guitar players. Yeah. Plus, he's got like a violinist. Oh, yeah. Slash guitar player. Slash so guitar player. So, kind of three other guitar players. Yeah. And I've lost count already. Um, so, it's if we go from your top left here. Two percussionists, two, two keyboardists. Percussionists, two keyboardists. Yeah. So that's four there. Then you've got the four brass plus Jake Clements, I believe. Uh, oh, I think I don't that might have been three other we guys. You're looking at like 13, 14. I did yeah. the math. That's huge. So it's a stage that's got to fit all those people. Yeah, big stage. Big stage. Sold out stadium. So even the backstage seats are, are filled. Yeah, behind the stage. Are behind the stage. And Bruce, at least at one point, 
turns his back to us, the front audience, and just addresses yeah, just the plays back, to them. Which what cool. what a kindness to these people yeah. who only paid probably three hundred dollars for seats. Yeah, poppers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, massive, and he is going back and forth on that stage. He is frenetic, it's kinetic. He's yeah. moving, coming up. I they, they was cut out. I think into the yeah. They had a, a straight like a catwalk yeah. kind of as you might expect. He did not fall off of it. That's he good. did not. Yeah, that's that's a big <laughs> that, injury. That's point. happened a couple times. Where, um, yeah, you know, to rock stars. And he also had a little secret path to get him. He did to the back end of the standing section. Yeah. Which was which he did during the uh, the encore, the encore um, which is cool. yeah I believe during I want to say no it was during glory probably Tenth Avenue Tenth I think Avenue it was Freeze. Glory Days or maybe it was Tenth Avenue Freeze Out I feel like oh you know he what? went out there and he's like and this is the important out? part yeah, and then they did then a little he gestures to his big screens yeah and then and it's the, the Clarence Clemens Memorial um, prove it all night he plays after goats great song yeah love that song not a lot to say about that otherwise letter to you saxophone on that was really good as well um what so there's a lot of like he gets steve van zandt it is steve right why does that feel wrong to me he's stevie or steven steven steve van zandt, van zandt. there's steve. another van zandt okay who does something not like Earl Maybe van zandt or something i don't really know there's another van zandt okay well this van zandt and uh, yeah. jake clement spent spent a lot of time among others like just hanging out with Bruce at the front. Yeah. And like sharing the mic or just doing the lean. And the first time it happened, I'm like, oh, they're doing the reverse of Born to Run. Now he's leaning on Bruce. And then other times he's just like hanging out there and smiling at Bruce. I'm like, what is the relationship between Bruce and young Jake? Not, I'm not trying to make it evil, but like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about that. Just because he would like, he talks about what great friend, like what yeah. great relationship he had with with, with, Clarence. with Clarence Clemens, and like, wow, they were these amazing friends. And, and yeah, like, it's he like really thinks highly, talks highly, thinks of highly of him. Like Tenth Avenue Freeze Out is the closer because it, yeah, it is in some ways the Clarence Clemens song. Yeah, and it's it's like, and so yeah, just seeing this, I'm like, one, that's like that's a big role for for Jake to have to fill both on a technical proficiency level and also on like. What that dude means? Because those Bruce. are literal big shoes to fill. Yeah, because he's the big man. Yeah, and so I'm just like, I, I guess my part. I'm just worried for Jake. I'm like, <laughs> is he gonna be okay? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't it, know. It's big. He he does a good job up there. Though. He does a good job out there. You That's know, for he damn can sure. Play pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, what's a we get we get the promised land, Giller track classic. I mean, classic. I think he's been doing that one. I, forever like forever, it's been a yeah, very that's been on life. a heavy rotation out in the street we get some ri- uh, the river uh, representation uh, 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 uh. yeah you can sing along to that one good mm-hmm. stuff good stuff candy's room and kitty's back what's candy's room off of candy's room i know as like uh the what is it the promise sessions oh like a cut from and here's the thing because i don't know kitty's back I think Candy's room blended into Kitty's back. It's sort of a lower end one. It's like it's off of Darkness, in the, Darkness in the Edge of Town. Town, so it would also be on the Promise Sessions, I think, as a different version. But okay, but yeah, Candy's room. It's sort of a low key one. I completely missed any. I don't like. I don't remember Candy's room happening. I don't know if I was just so hyped up on out. Yeah, the street or I, what? I don't know, man. It's it's hard to remember the specifics when you finish the show. Some of that, but most of these Afterwards. other ones, I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember at least the general shape of that. right. Like Kitty's back, I'm like, okay, but like Candy's room, I'm like, 
Huh? Yeah. I guess it was there. Trapped, I remember, because I'm like, everybody's Because everyone, I was along. like, everyone knows this song Everybody now. knows this I like, song. I feel like this is a big song by Springsteen that I don't know, but it's not really. Yeah. Springsteen song, so. Uh, Burning Train, he's got on here. Not my favorite off that album, but yes. again, I think it was good to see that album get representation. Johnny 99. Yeah. Very exciting version of Johnny 99. Yeah. Um, one you were like you were kind of you're like there's no way they're gonna play like nebraska necessarily yeah i was like surely they won't do much in nebraska but you know that version i have heard him do interesting versions of johnny 99 there's a a live recording from um probably 2011 or so at like the new orleans jazz festival yeah that he did with the sessions band that's a pretty cool version of johnny 99 so he's definitely been playing with it over the years yeah it's just I, kind of the next version what of a great album to do that with it makes me think yeah. of uh loving the alien by david bowie yeah but the opposite but the opposite <laughs> right because like yeah. like love the alien was like well this is kind of shit track when i made it but we finally found something that works yeah and it's a phenomenal live version it's, yeah absolutely it's incredible but yeah to go like well we made this acoustic demo it was incredible and we could yeah. never figure out how to build on it yeah, although, uh, I mean, famously, they did record a lot of the tracks on Nebraska with the E Street Band, and mm-hmm. then they decided not to release that. Yeah. So, I don't know if, I mean, who knows, maybe that's what it was. I, yeah, if they're just doing the E Street, I feel like probably not. Like, that's electing Nebraska, but, but I mean, I, it is, maybe if they were to do it now, hypothetically, that's what yeah, it would yeah, be. Yeah, I guess exactly, right? But yeah, yeah, I think they're coming back at it with that experience and being like, well, it's a live version anyway, so it lives in that moment. And even if it gets recorded, it'll just be known as the live version of Johnny 99. And that gives you the space right. to be creative with it, to play with it, and to, to do a massive 10-minute version that starts out in this folk realm. We do a big, like, a big, and I mean big, but tight round of solos on, but it's about every string instrument. Oh, there. yeah, there was so much soloing. And seamless, seamless stuff. Yeah. Um, to talk about soloing briefly, I kind of didn't, I, and I know I should think of Bruce as also a guitarist. Right. But seeing him knock those solos out, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Bruce oh, yeah, doing he's, that? He's, a, he's yeah. Because oh. he... I've I've had that too, where I'm like, no, he's like the singer and the band leader, and yeah, he plays rhythm guitar probably. Yeah, like <laughs> but no, he plays some. He's obviously like he's been playing guitar for what fifty plus. Yeah, he years. started like, when he was fifteen yeah, or like something like that. Sixty, so getting close years, to sixty, like years. almost sixty years. Um, and yeah, he can play obviously, yeah. but yeah, I, I've I've had that made that mistake too of like not necessarily thinking of him as more of like no of course he's strumming of course he's strumming, strumming. Oh, yeah, he's, he's playing the guitar but then you know, I'm like okay if it's solo I'm gonna look yeah. at Steve Van Zandt and then I look up on the big screen it's like that's Bruce's guitar oh, <laughs> Bruce like, oh shit I mean he's got the guitar he learned how to make it talk he learned how to make it talk that's from his he's, perspective he's, yeah his exactly and he, he sure as fuck makes it talk so yeah Johnny 99 you get this solo section I think that was kind of the highlight of what I'm considering the blues no not, not the blues because they go into real nitty gritty blues later but the sort of folksy country section that they kind right. of bring us in on. And then we get something so absurd, but also like absurd and like it's like the power of Bruce Springsteen where we get a just cowbell section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he makes a more cowbell joke. He makes a more cowbell joke, which is the absurdity of it. But then he commits to just cowbell and his vocals. Yeah, and then I think he even cuts the cowbell and just does vocals, and the power of this dude 
just singing to a room of 17,000 people is unreal. Yeah, I'm impressed. Like, I was always... There's a lot of rock stars who've blown out their voice, and now that they are in their 60s or 70s, yeah. can't really sing anymore. I don't know how he does it. It sounds There's no way his voice should still be viable at all, and obviously he doesn't have the same range as he used to, yeah. but he adjusts and he sings differently, and he doesn't like strain... Well, it sounds like he's straining, sounds like he's but straining. it's not like he's forcing notes he can't sing or trying to force notes he can't yeah. sing. Like He's doing the right things to sound good. Um, even though it's not as bro- like wide, yeah, he's range rediscovered he what old yeah. man Bruce's range. So is, like, right? and he still has the same like quality to his voice that's like really raspy. And like, yeah, I don't know, it, it shouldn't be possible. It, but no, for it some reason be. he and he's doing this it. night after night after yeah. night for three hours. He's doing yeah. two shows for a regular person, like a regular band, if yeah. not three per night. And it it's yeah, it boggles the mind. Yeah, like there's plenty of old rock and roll stars I've seen who don't really sing, like, can't really do it anymore. Yeah, so he's given us that. He's given us a more cowbell bit in the year 2023. Yeah. That's that Making itself. a shout for cowbell. We shouted for cowbell. We shouted. He, I mean, yeah, and got us to participate. Yeah. There are a few people who could get you to, to actively participate in a very dated joke yeah. <laughs> during a live show. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen can do it. And they Did go from that. Into this like real like dirty blues segment version of Johnny Ninety Nine, we up the kind of like blues guitar patterns. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of variations in there. Yeah, massive, huge. And you're like, well, surely we're gonna we're gonna go to something small. We go to the East Street Shuffle. Yeah, Tell me East about Street Shuffle. Um. I really like because like they kind of telegraph it because the beginning of the East Street Shuffle on the album is a lot of like weird, oh yeah, like kind of random sounding like horn noises. So they start doing that kind of stuff and they're like, and like the different horns are playing all around. And I was like, oh, is this going to be the East Street Shuffle? Are they going to the East Street Shuffle? And then they do the. And then the and then the bass guitar strumming. Okay, they and it's like that. okay, we're going into the East Street Shuffle now. And then they do, and oh, I love the East Street Shuffle. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna you have know? that's one I'm gonna have to listen to. There's a yeah. few from this concert. Where I'm like, I gotta listen to that one. Yeah, a few I'm more times. a big fan of the Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle. That's the second album. That's the second album. Okay, so early album. Um, there's some good stuff on there. That's where Rosalita's off of. I do know that one because I saw it was on like his top ten Spotify songs. Right. So I chucked it on my like, and I mean, it's in. List. It was it was played at Dwight's wedding reception in the office, so it was class. Oh, it's a class. <laughs> you know, I'm watching Dwight's wedding reception every week. Oh yeah, every time you every time you cycle the office, big weekly, office, weekly, weekly. I do a season, nine seasons and change a day. Yeah, <laughs> well, the first season's short. First season short. Yeah, so I, I I do one and two together. Yeah, of course. And then the last two together because you know. Yeah. Mm. Um. Uh, no, I don't. But, so he, yeah, I yeah. had no. Fucking I was very clue excited was to see that. that. Was that intro. when they were doing the like conga line? I believe thing? that was for the yeah. Eastern shuffle. He Everyone gets, the gets in the line together. and walking around, doing a, going back and forth and playing their yeah, playing their brass brass. Love a good bit of brass. Oh yeah. And he's he was hunched over in that start the the random noise segment just like he was completely like a marionette kind of deal yeah. and like he kind of like did these like dead arm movements right he was kind of directing them yeah again right? that band leader motif yeah very present every uh, time he would swing his arm someone would go blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and so he's warmed us up with this. He's given us like the mastery, the power of music. Yeah, it's like the I don't know, it's one of those moments where like if you know if you know the song, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that's you know what's coming, so you can anticipate it. And everyone mm-hmm. else is still kind of on the edge of their seats because like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. This confusing. I was right? confused. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then I think I leaned over to you, I was like, he's gonna play the East Street you Shuffle. Did. I don't know if you heard me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like- I leaned back and I said, It's Down Easter Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really expected a Down Easter Alexa cover. I don't know. Come on, I thought there'd be more Billy, Billy, Joel. Billy Joel stuff, like late Billy Joel. I think I'm in Long Island for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an island, right? Seattle. Seattle's an island. It's yeah. kind of long, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but here is where we get. We start to. Break it down a little Bruce bit. comes out a bit. He yeah. takes the mask off, and we see this is him starting to talk about death. A little bit, of, a little bit of like Springsteen on Broadway style. Yeah, a little bit of Spring. One hundred percent. I was like, just like I was a little worried for a second. I was like, oh my god, his brain's going. He thinks he's in Broadway. He thinks it's twenty eighteen <laughs> again. <laughs> doing this again. So he talks about um, this friend of his, Glenn something. I don't remember the name. He was a band member from his yeah. first ever rock first band. First ever band. The guy who said like, hey, I want you to come join. I heard you play guitar. I heard you, you play guitar. Band. You should join my band. The Castiles. Yeah, the Castiles. Named after a shampoo, shampoo. which we thought was going to maybe lead into Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Uh, but then he talks about this guy's passing away and the song he wrote to kind of cope with that and understand that last man standing, last man standing. which features on letter to you yeah because well. he's the last member of this band yeah he's the still last alive. member of this rock band which is wild That's and maybe they were all older than him too yeah but maybe, still but still I mean, like yeah 60s and 70s that's kind of what happens yeah and this this Sad. this dude passed in 2010 ish that so was when like, that was that was when that was oh, okay. so that's why this this song last man standing one is on letter to you and two has that sort of like poignance for he talks about how he's has this sensation of being on a train track when seeing the blaring light of a train coming at him. Mm-hmm. Bruce is now starting to really like it's really taking physical shaver. It's becoming a real reality that death is very close. Yeah, it's gotta be, right? It's, yeah. I mean even if it's twenty, thirty even, years yeah. away, like it's still very close. And like death He's got to slow down before that, right? Mm-hmm. Something's got to change. Something. So, has like, to change. even if it's not death, it's the end of the rock star Bruce Springsteen kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Something is yeah. dying. If not Bruce himself, like some yeah. parts of him are going to die and change. And so we we get introduced to this, and, and quite cordially, it's like we're not all suddenly devastated, but he like brings us into this, and you still hear people going like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't want to cheer during this part. I know. I'm just going to like, like I think about rooted. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he gives us last man standing, and it's a solo acoustic piece, so the band can go piss and drink water. Yeah, drink water. And then to bring us back up, but also to, 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 to stick us in this, because he adds a section on this next one, Backstreets. Backstreets. One of my all-time favorites. Huge fan of Backstreets. Huge fan of Backstreets. Um, I mean, I can say that about the whole album <laughs> the, a much, lot yeah. of a lot of born to run yeah. but um i really like its placement there mm-hmm. because the way he presented it was kind of as a, a companion piece to last man standing yes. because it's like last man standing is like looking back and then now he's kind of reminiscing more about the time or yeah. like thinking about what it means to be the last one alive and now he's like now we're going to talk think about 
Remember yeah, the good times. It really is a reminiscent song. And it's Remember the Good Times tinged with a little bit of yeah. sadness in there. Yeah. After all this time, we find we're just like all the rest. What a yeah. devastating line. And I, I feel like, did he change the lyric? Yes. Did he say so something in the it, middle? So typically there's like that breakdown that comes to the hiding on the back street. Yes. But tucked in the middle there, he repeats till the end. Till the end. And then he talks about having these 45s, these books, all the, these things from, right. from the guy from who the passed guy away. And he passed. Happened. And then we kick into that. Yeah. I do like, I mean, it's nice when the songs continue to mean something to the artists, mm-hmm. right? Even after five decades yes of performing them constantly constantly and it's, it's constantly finding new meaning and and actually thinking about the things you wrote and applying them to your life continually yeah. so that's exactly so yeah cool. it's phenomenal to see bruce come to these songs he's been singing yeah 50 years whatever and yeah find new meaning in them and even i think f- i and i don't know because i haven't been to any bruce springsteen shows before right. but i think maybe even informed by like his broadway show in terms of like personal narrative structure yeah or at least like that mindset is there mm-hmm. like the same because he kind of gives us process. the setup that he gives in those where he's like oh, i was just a young kid back he tells then. a story about it yeah and then we hear the song mm-hmm. that kind of gives or he's giving context yeah to the song. and of course you know musicians do that they go this song's about whatever but he gives yeah. us it as a story and it really feels like it's it's like that kind of poetic speech yes. in like his voice, and like you really get that he started off as like this like beat poet essentially, and mm-hmm. then you kind of get some of that, even though it's not not like rhythmic or anything. No, but he has that like. There's a lot of like it's, it's a lot of imagery and yeah, and yeah. You're all and if you're like at the end of anything he says, you're like, man, Bruce Springsteen for president, like, <laughs> like yeah. the man I can speak. Did see like, a Springsteen for president? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I did see that too. Actually, yeah. they were close to us. But yeah, he gives us that. And so yeah, Kick-Ass Song really ties into this, this mortality concept that is clearly on Bruce's mind. Mm-hmm. And then we get Because the Night, which was erroneously listed as a cover on the set list site. Yeah, which it kind I mean, he wrote it. He, yeah, co-wrote it. I, his recorded version didn't come out yeah, until 2012, until, right? Yeah. So, and of course, we know The Promise, which is that's off of, yeah. like, compilation. Um but originally recorded by Patty Smith. Patty Smith. I love Patty Smith. Yeah. Uh, great song, this one. Um, I could have heard other songs instead of this one. I think I do really like this song. Yeah. But I maybe would have liked, like, I'm on fire. I think, or, yeah. Or fire. I don't, I don't know if he ever play fire. I would love for him to play that. That would have been that cool. Another, track. like, The Promise Other Promise song. session ones. Yeah. Anything, almost anything else off The Promise, I would have loved over yeah. this. The song, I wonder if he plays... Um, like ain't good enough for you much or what's the other one i wonder there weren't a lot of his like besides thunder road born to run and dancing the dark which i think again taking on new meaning in in this part of his life as just songs Mm -hmm. of the people like i he didn't seem to do a lot of his like young love songs Hmm. i guess she's the one he did he did you she's the one but not a lot of ones where he's like hey little girl this little girl and I don't know if that's just Rosalita. like he does anyway. those elsewhere. Oh yeah, Rosalita. But I, I guess no, no, you're right. It's it's. I don't know what Candy's Room is about. I don't know. That's not very <laughs> I know, right? I might be wrong about Candy's Room. Yeah. Candy's Room, I think, is about an older woman. I'd have to 
I have to check that. I'm pretty sure because like he gets to go to Candy's room. It's also it's off of Darkness on the Edge of Town. Yeah, so it's probably a little darker. <laughs> yeah, huh. I don't know Darkness on the Edge of Town that well. No, um, but yeah, she's the one comes after this. He gets us to to sing along on this one. Oh man, great time! Love that song so yeah. much. It's a Piano great song. Intro. Yeah, I like. I have sheet music for that. I'm trying to learn learn okay. it. It's not like that difficult. There's basically two sections. Yeah, but like. I just played it for so long. I just like hurt my wrists. <laughs> I yeah, couldn't stop. I was like, ah, I love the sound of these three notes in succession. Fuck yeah, yeah, great track. Love that. Wrecking Ball, not a one I'm familiar with. I really like Wrecking Ball, the album. So I was, I was happy with that one. Yeah, but this one also fucking rocked. Yeah, it's a uh, the song Wrecking Ball. It gets or the album gets a little like gospel at times. Yeah, it does not so surprise cool. me. They didn't do the like. That end of, I think it's the end of Wrecking Ball where they're like, I want everyone to come out and be counted tonight. Like, like preachy stuff. Uh, okay, um, yeah. They didn't do that, obviously. <laughs> they didn't do that, no. Um, but I wouldn't, uh, they did a couple of Wrecking Ball songs because Land of Hope and Dreams is also on Yeah, Ball. and that's his like official set list closer. Yeah. And that was a first apparently for the tour. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, pretty cool. But between that, before that, we get a couple yep. other tracks, one being the rising the rising so yeah you want to talk about that church gospel feel wrecking ball and the rising back to back <laughs> yeah. is like a real like mm. yeah the rising is i mean that's off of the rising yes um we just listened when, to we that just listened to it. we're not huge the rising fans but i think it was a pretty big like post 9-11 hit because it was kind of about that yeah come uh, on up to the rising and then it was just it kind of like fell into that like pro like it was part of the like maybe pro America or like let's as a nation come together after this tragedy kind of yeah. thing. Not necessarily in the same way as some of the more xenophobic music that right. grew out of that. That grew out of it. Um, I don't think. I ho- as far as I know, it yeah, doesn't seem like his thing. Um, but it's a pretty big hit, is my point. And I think and everyone was really into that one, mm-hmm. hugely into that. Um, interesting to pair it. It comes after Wrecking Ball, which is about like. I'm guessing destruction. destruction yeah. Kind of. It's about more like being a wrecking. Right. Being that force. Yeah. yeah. I think. I see. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, but they're, yeah, both big like Bring energy pieces. Take it. Come on. Take your best shot. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what you've got. Yeah. That one's, it's a real pump up jam. So it gives us two pump up jams. Hits us with Badlands. Yeah. Um, just another great Another track. big one that I think he's been doing pretty regularly. Yeah. And then we close on Land of Hope and Dreams. Which is very um, inspiring. Yeah. yeah. Um, this train. A lot of a lot of lines about this train that carries good shit, not bad shit. Said a snippet of "People Get Ready" by Curtis Mayfield in the impressions, which I don't oh, really know okay. that song. I don't know that one either. Um, but then yeah, that's your your main set. Let's see if I forgot to mention anything cool about the main set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Okay, there was a bit... I know there was a lot of stuff in Johnny 99. Yes. I think there's in Johnny 99. I don't remember exactly. There was a bit where he did like a harmonica saxophone back and forth thing with oh, yeah. Jake Clemens. They kind of, you know... It's fun when he gets his harmonica out and just kind of like holds it in front and of holds the mic. it like, yeah, up to the mic. Um, and then they just did like a little trade-off. That was cool. That was cool. Big fan of that. Um, yeah, big fan of him playing harmonica in general. Yeah. Very cool. Um, uh, the man does not sweat. He doesn't sweat as much as you'd as think. As much as you would think. Um. Okay. All the rest of my stuff is post encore. So post encore. Yeah. So we hit the encore. The encore is crazy in yeah. its own right. We already mentioned they didn't really like go off 
There wasn't like a big pretense of like, oh, we're going to go backstage. Yeah. And you better cheer us back out here. Even though, of course, we yeah. have. <laughs> and then, but they threw on house lights. They did. Like, um, how far in did they, when did they, was it during Born to Run? I believe so. So we get the, Thunder Road yeah, kind Thunder of straight. Thunder starts it. He comes back out. Mm-hmm. It's harmonica. Yeah. As we mentioned, cool harmonica. Starts playing the intro to Thunder Road. Everyone knows what's going on because it's Thunder Road it's and Thunder we're all Bruce Springsteen fans. Yeah. Um, good shit, man. Yeah, and he gets us to sing. Like, he stops singing one part um, in the first verse. And I don't just, even remember. I was already singing, so yeah, exactly. it didn't even matter. I would have said it either way. do that trick. I was like, time to be louder now, I guess. performances, yeah. though, so it's like you're seeing some classic moves off him. And, of course, it works because we're all already singing. I'm in. That's, the encore is, by and large, karaoke with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Which is insane. Which makes sense why he brought the house lights. Yeah, up, but I guess. that's and that's why you bring the house lights on. And it was uncomfortable at first, but then you're just like, well, all right. Yeah, you get used to it. Like, everyone can it. see me. They could, I guess, see me before. They could see you, they but see like, it's, they don't care. We're all still looking at Bruce. Yeah. And so you get yeah, Thunder Road and Born to Run, Born to back Run, back to back. Very exciting. Um, um those two then, are yeah. very similar tracks. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of similarities. Um. Thunder Road. Uh, Thunder Road's cool because it's like continuous. Like it's a continuous build from start uh, to finish. Yeah. And then Born to Run is, well, it still has that like. It, it goes up and down because you get the. Yeah. Yeah, dog. So, of course, you're getting, yeah, nonstop hits here and also Glory Days is starting. <laughs> but let's talk about Rosalita. Hey, Born to Run, another sing along one. I think Rosalita is the next big. Yeah, because it's pretty raucous yeah. song, and there's a lot of exciting parts, and there's a lot of sections. Um, I've seen him do the thing he did at the start before, mm-hmm. uh, where he gathers like his band oh, to the like center, the they kind of huddle in. in for the beginning of, of Rosalita. Um, so I also kind of knew what was going on there. Yes. Like, oh, is he going to play Rosalita now? And then he did. There's a lot of times where I was like, you know, if he stopped now, I would be satisfied. And then he just kept going. I'm like, it's even better. Exactly. Like, not only is he never running out of hits, but he's not yeah. losing my attention either. So I kept thinking, like, oh, this will be it. This will be yeah, the end. Yeah, this will yeah, be yeah. the end. And then it wasn't. It's it came to the point where it's like it was like, <clears throat> like narratively, it was like you cannot add. Like he can't come back out at the end and be like, "Here's Atlantic City." Yeah, <laughs> like, it just would not make sense. Yeah, so he draws it out to its like its logical and emotional conclusion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this, when you're listening to it, you're like, "Oh yeah, I guess he could stop now." It's like, "Well yeah," and now he's done Thunder Road, he could stop. And it's like, "Oh now he's done Born to Run, he could like, yeah, stop. He could stop. Oh now he's doing Rosalita. Rosalita. All right. Yeah. All right. Um yeah, and he does that, and they do the like the big walk out the whole band onto that catwalk and back." The horns in him. Yep. Um, yeah, big energy piece. We're all clapping along and shouting, hey, at one point. Hey, hey. It's hey, incredible that hey, we still have hey. energy at that point, but we're, yeah, 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 we're all we're still going. doing it. I mean, he's doing it. He's 70. Yeah. One? 71? 71. Big number. Yeah. Um, and then he plays arguably the worst song of the night, but it's so important and like had me thinking glory days. Yeah. Again, what it's a fun song because it's been about like thinking back on your life, mm-hmm. but that was like in the mid '80s. So I, it's a decent song. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I like it, <laughs> but it's also a problem mostly there because it's like a pretty big hit. Yeah, pretty big hit, and I think it again like he's Bruce Springsteen, the rock star on stage. Oh yeah, still still kind of doing his glory days. Yeah, 
and in some ways still playing back to this older time because he's playing dancing yeah he's, he's playing, playing the old hits. yeah he just played us all the the hits and now he's like glory days and which is a hit and it's also about just you know glorifying the past and not looking to the present or the future mm-hmm. and this is a man who's running out of future so it's like a weirdly poignant song and i'm sitting there and i'm just like do i even have glory days like i'm, I'm yeah. 29 what, i'm turning have, 30 what soon days do i have to look back on yeah sometimes i talk about high school i'm like oh, that's like, great that sucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah it's a song that not a big fan of it but I think in terms of it fit, it works. Yeah, it works with his, yeah, his um, works repertoire. Where, his with his repertoire, room. where he's at, what he's thinking about. Um, it just didn't hit as hard as the Backstreets because I don't like it as much. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's but, yeah, it's it's still respectable in its own right. I think in terms of the narrative structure, I like it. Dancing in the dark. Dancing in the dark. I love that song. Dancing in the come on. Enough said. Big horn yeah. emphasis on this one. Horns on it really worked for me. Yeah, we have a little dancing in the dark dance we've done before. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, we shout friends. out to a uh, uh, previous guest, yeah. Stephen Reynolds. Was there? Stephen Reynolds there. Ronald Chang was there. Was John there? Uh, and John. John Bell might have been there. there. We, we probably talked to him about. It. This was back in like junior high school. We, yeah. were, we were young. Um, we we were doing it for years, um, and we finally got to do it to the song live in the same place in as the same Springsteen. Place. So very exciting. Just it's just uh, a, like a little pelvic thrust. It's basically kind of a thing. pelvic it's thrust to the side, to the like side. Hand motion. You don't want to like do a, it too close to someone else, or they'll, you, they'll, they'll you be, will be harassing. Yeah, them. Yeah, you will be harassing them. Um, it was just a dumb little thing we did when we were thirteen, and now we've done it in a it. in a stadium with seventeen thousand people. Yeah. Um, watching, watching. Us they were all looking they at us. Looking weird. For us. the big screens flipped yeah. us, flipped us and they're like damn what are these fucking but it was funny because during that song when we started doing it uh bruce did say keep it up jake he did. <laughs> <laughs> i was like huh what the fuck uh yeah he did he did that's what happens when there's a jake on stage yeah and then from dancing in the dark he's given us the glory days he's given us the hits and now he's giving us his outro so first he does, I don't know how long this bit has been his live bit, but I used it today as the intro for you. The, um, yep. I've written I feel here, like, yeah. oh, I feel like he's been doing that forever. But they, how long have they been taking Viagra for? Michael? Oh, he <laughs> added the Viagra he, thing. Yeah. Okay. So it was just heart stopping, pants dropping, a house rocking, earthquake and booty shaking, love making, legendary. Yeah. But then he had to add in the Viagra taken. Very funny. Yeah. Very classic. And then the, the lights, the big screen show up and he gets us to say E street, street band. band. Killer. Yeah. So now you understand the intro. If you've listened to this long, if you've listened this long, you're like, what the fuck are they talking about this week? <laughs> what are they going to talk about the first cover? Yeah, it was Jimmy Cliff. It was Jimmy Cliff. It was fine. No, it was good. It was great. It was good. It was good. Um, yeah. So he does that, and then of course gives us a song. We celebrate the E Street Band by listen to a song about the e street band yeah which i it's fun that that's become that like it, it was kind of his song that was like a story about his like the formation of the band mm-hmm. and then now it's become this like tribute to the band and particularly clarence clemens yeah but i think they showed some other images because other yeah there was one a, other there was member a white of the band dude up there at away. one point yeah so it's kind of a tribute to the members who have you know who are no longer with so us. who are no longer there yeah um but and then he always says like this because he says, like, this is the important part, because there's the line yeah. of the big man joined the band, the big right? big man joined the band, um, yeah. And if you watch old performances of the song, mm-hmm. that, like, literally, 
they do that bit and then like Clarence comes kind of in the shadows and then he comes in and rips the rips saxophone. The sax, yeah. Um, and so like that's his intro in the song and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but now it's like memorial. Exactly. Was, and like, even like, yeah, that him, like Clarence Clemens joining the band in the song is, is an important moment. It's important yeah. musically and it's like, it's talked about even by Clarence and Briss. I, there was a quote I read way back when we talked about Lady Gaga's um, uh, Edge of Glory. Yeah, Edge of Glory, which Clarence Clement plays on. And there's a quote from him about joining the band. It's this completely like fictionalized. It's like the doors blew open and oh, everybody yeah, yeah. stopped the music. And yeah, so it's such a like. Like keystone. the universe stood still for us. Yeah. And so to have that still play out night after night at these tours and to have it be this big moment and have that big, you know, memorial slideshow, which again, like you could anybody could do a memorial slideshow. Bruce Springsteen yeah. makes it important and yeah. functional. It's a, it's a really nice tribute. It's yeah. A really nice tribute. Um just a knockout. And so that's your last big band one. The band finishes. We all applaud. He runs us through the the lot of them. He does that big conducting session. That was before where he's like he's like dun, 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 and they do these big like musical runs and then stop. And it's right. him like Swinging his arms around, Swing and then he gives around. us the band. Then he does the Tenth Avenue's freeze out. I forgot to mention that bit because right. that was huge. And then we get "I'll See You in My Dreams." Yes, a sort of farewell to us and to Clarence Clements, and a promise of eventually he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, all those we've lost along yeah. the way and such. Um, but that was interesting because it's not, I don't think I've been to a show before where they are like, okay, that was our raucous encore for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And now let's chill out for a second. Let's remember that we're all going to die. <laughs> Be sure and to let's donate. maybe accept it. And then like, you know, it's over at that point. Mm-hmm. Like we stayed until the house lights come up because of course we got it. But it's like, no, I think. I think it's over. Like that's it. Right? Like, it felt over. It felt like a satisfying conclusion. Mm. It was strange. I don't always feel that way. I've been to longer concerts, and I... It just went fast. Yeah, and I've been to shorter concerts that felt much longer. Yeah. So, I was just very excited. Yeah, it was just it was a very exciting show. conclusion. It yeah. was a truly phenomenal. Very satisfying show. Very satisfying. Um, Alex, are you going to try and get tickets for him in Calgary? <laughs> like, there's definitely a price ceiling. Yeah. I don't know who would go with me, and I don't know if I want to go alone. Alone, yeah. We'll see. And I looked at tickets for Vancouver, and it is steep. It's steep. Yeah. <laughs> for much worse but seats than I had here. We did it. We did it. And I'm happy we did. Fuck yeah. Not, I'm happy guys, I did. I mean, I'm happy you were yeah, there. I'm too. happy I was there too. I'm most happy to do it together. Yeah. Um, if you if y'all are even if you guys are like mild fans, if you get the chance, I say take it. Yeah, I mean, if you can afford it. If you can afford it, it's not. I. It's expensive. It's expensive. Tickets are expensive. It's, it's but after this, it's folks, it's all underground concerts. I'm not paying more than fuck. I know. I've been saying that, but like, I don't know if I'm really uh, gonna be still doing these uh, big classic rock shows, and then it's. Springsteen. Springsteen. Like, ah, well, I gotta go to Springsteen. Yeah. Who else am I gonna do though? Right? Yeah. Who else? I know. Is gonna... Like everyone else is dead, or dead. I don't necessarily care that much, or I've seen them already. Yeah, I'm not seeing ACDC. Yeah, I'm not, not going to Aerosmith. Aerosmith. I've seen like, Alice Cooper enough times. 
I don't need to see like I don't know, maybe I'd see Burton Cummings. I feel like that wouldn't be that expensive though. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's Canadian. I'd also have to go to probably a casino, and I might not do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm also kind of over my casino concerts phase around. Maybe when I'm yeah. much older and my current, you know, more <laughs> musicians are playing. Yeah, those. if I have to go to a casino to see Frank Turner, yeah, I'll maybe. do it. I'll do it. But like, I don't need to see like. I mean, these are like maybes, but if it's like April Wine, April Wine, some of the older guys, you know, or Loverboy, or. Well, Something hey, like April that. Wine's playing the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver that on might be your cool, birthday, actually. so... Really? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, by. I can always stay in Calgary and see Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox. Fuck yeah. It's it's a tough choice. It's a <laughs> yeah, tough choice for tough sure. Choice. But yeah, I am. I think I am going to try to conscientiously switch to especially non-Ticketmaster run concerts, which is a little trickier. Yeah. It has to be small. Because that's just local shows, really. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to get away from big arenas and stuff because even yeah even like even with said like bruce springsteen phenomenal so good like i think arenas are not the optimal concert experience no when i think again of like the british bruce springsteen frank turner that level of intimacy you get in the venues venues he plays pluses up the performance a bit yeah yeah standing room um i mean yeah you can just push to the front. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. If you really want to. If you really want to. We, 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 I, I like taking you to a show, and then you like stand around and listen to sounds in different spots, and then <laughs> you pick a location. I'm like, that's where the sound is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the sound. By the sound guy. Yeah, the you're sound always guy. like, does it overhear me? Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's always about the sound guy. It's right in front of the sound guy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, all right, makes sense. <laughs> um, well, that just about does it, I think. Unless yeah. you got any other things you think we no, missed. Didn't get to see Patty Scalfa. No. She, uh, I think she's that sick. I don't know. Yeah. Who's that on the violin? Uh, Susie something. Okay. Susie Q? Nah. Susie I'm just going to pretend it was Patty. Susie Terrell. Okay. I thought he was being a little stiff with her. I was like, damn. Bruce. Yeah. I was like, he has not interacted with his not wife. Not interacted with like, not his wife. Okay. I don't Makes know. Makes sense. I thought she was out sick. And I know there was something I saw about like how they hadn't played tougher than the rest. But I wonder if it's just because she's out. She's out. Yeah. Sometimes that makes sense. Do edit. Yeah. Like in Springsteen on Broadway. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Uh, like you said, he's not necessarily playing some of those love songs. Those love songs. So maybe he doesn't yeah. want to think about his like divorce song. Yeah. Like post-divorce. Post-divorce. Back into dating song. Yeah. Although it is kind of as a duet with his current wife. Like, yeah, again, and you nice. talked about sort of the recontextualization of a lot of his material. Yeah. I think that's one that has new context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, dog. That does it for today's episode of Cover Me, I think. Yeah. Got got I think I got it all out of my system. I think I got it all out. Um be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting apps. Tell your friends and neighbors about us. Uh, you can also email us, covermepod at gmail.com and tweet at us. Hashtag covermepod at Jake the Cressy at some Alex Wise Guy. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. If you were at a Springsteen concert on this tour, tell us about your experience. If you were at this very show, tell us about that experience. Tell if you that. saw us, don't tell us. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't how, want to know about How did you that. recognize How us? did you recognize Why didn't you say anything? Yeah. Oh, you're the inimitable. Inimitable. That yeah. good word? I believe good so. Word? Yeah. Uh, cast? Cast? Hosts? Yeah. Hosts. Hosts of the Cover Me podcast? Yeah. 
Famous for our faces? Famous for our faces. Famous for our faces? Paste it over other faces? Yeah. I feel like your bodies look different than I expected. <laughs> you, you normally wear shirts. <laughs> but that does it from us today. Um, and as we always say on Cover Me, Bruce.